Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmasto, and the Flames extend their point streak to double digits. Yes, 10 games. We're going to do a recap of this weekend, a look ahead for this week, and of course, some talk about the PHF. Let's get into it. Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, you guys? I hope you had a fantastic weekend. Uh, like I mentioned, my name's Jess Belmosto. I'm the host of this show. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and there you might be noticing that there's no video if you are tuning in to YouTube and uh, I just want to address that quickly. I am in the middle of moving this week so things are a little bit chaotic. My background literally looks like a construction zone because of boxes stacked to the ceiling and um, still waiting to get my background set up. So yes, anyways, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Uh, I did up until about 20 minutes ago when my water heater leaked, but enough about me. Let's talk about the flames because that is the bright spot in many of our lives right now. Um, the flames dumped all over the Rangers Saturday night, six to nothing. It was gorgeous hockey uh, for, for hockey night in Canada. Adam Fox being booed was so weird to me because <laughs> Like, yeah, he didn't want to sign in Calgary. Uh, and I, I don't know if I blame him. I mean, not like the Rangers have, you know, made it much better. But at the same time, like, he was never going to make the money that he's making in New York, in Calgary. He was never going to develop the way that he is now in Calgary. So um, it's time to just deep breath and move on. And speaking of things that are weird, um, Sean Monaghan opened the uh, opened it up on Saturday night, and it was kind of ironic because I was I was talking about him in one of my group chats on Twitter, and then of course um, on my regular feed as well because I was just thinking about his quality of life and how he just needs to get going and how frustrating it must be to have injury after injury that requires some like in-depth surgeries and you know you you're never really the same and i was reading something last week that said you know they'd go for walks as a team or they'd be walking around uh the saddle dome and practice facilities and Sean Monahan was always limping like i'm sorry you must not have any quality of life uh when that you know, with that kind of injury and you have to be in pain. So it's nice to see him get on the board, but at the end of the day, I'm more focused on him uh, having a quality of life after hockey and and not even just after hockey, but (laughs) right now (laughs) on his days off, you know, Um, but in more positive news, uh, Johnny, our sweet, sweet Johnny Gaudreau had two goals. He had a three point night, Uh, Kachuk Matthew Kachuk had a four-point night, and he had a beauty of a goal that had Edmonton Oilers fans 
screaming, crying, throwing up. And it was really funny to see their reaction on Twitter because they were like, oh, he just like wants to be like McDavid or, oh, like through the legs is so easy. It's just like the backflip. It's just so, it's so easy. It's just flashy. And it's like you're discrediting something that one uh, most average human beings could probably never do uh, in a competitive situation like that. Two, Matthew Kachuk and Connor McDavid are two entirely different players. Um, it's it's not going to kill you to show some like excitement about a beautiful play. Um, it might not be him deking out. Uh, the entire (laughs) uh, roster of the opposing team, but it it still was absolutely gorgeous. And something else that was nice was to see uh, Milan Lucic score again. And Brad Richardson scored his first as the flame. And (laughs) to be entirely honest, I was so confused because I had shut the game off at that point. And was just kind of watching through Twitter. And the Flames tweeted, like, the account just tweeted Brad with all these exclamation points. And I was like, who is Brad? And I was like, oh, right, Brad Richardson, someone that (laughs) we signed this offseason. And I know it's bad to forget that. But, you know, when someone's not in the lineup regularly or things like that, it's just kind of easy to forget. But... At the end of the day, you know, the Flames did extend their point streak to 10 games. They are, I hate saying it, but they are quite literally on fire. And, you know, I think that we've seen some of the best Flames hockey in quite some time. The Flames are, you know, just, they're a team. I I don't know how else to describe it, but they're a team that you just are very excited to watch. And I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself here, but... They play Boston in Boston um, in less than two weeks, and I'll be at that game. And based on Boston's performance against Toronto Saturday night, I don't know, you guys. I think this I think this might be a good game uh, for, for the Flames. <laughs> but coming up next, we are going to take a glance ahead at this game's week's this week's games and uh, see what the schedule has in store for us. But first, let me talk to you about DirecTV. If you are someone who has a login for this, uh, somebody else's login for that, you're watching different things on different devices, DirecTV can help you out with DirecTV Stream. And of course, that is just the very easy to navigate to work um, package. Everything's all in one place. There's no contract. So head on over to directtv.com today to find out all you need to know about signing up for DirecTV. No contract, no strings attached. All you need is a compatible device. So head on over to directtv.com today. Indeed is the number one place where I go to look for um jobs. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. So if you want an all-star team or you need an all-star hiring partner, you need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really, really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can do it all. Attract, interview, and hire all with Indeed. Indeed is an unbelievably high, powerful hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire 
It's your go-to hiring partner. And of course, do not struggle on your own to find quality candidates. Indeed can help you hire the right people right now. As a manager, I can't tell you how helpful Indeed is because, you know, get getting applications through there is it they, it's easy. It's very easy to highlight, um, you know, those attractive qualities in a candidate and they offer 130 over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding and you can assign what skills are most important to you uh, based on your job and you can get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on indeed.com slash slash locked on offer valid through december 31st terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed thank you so much for making locked on flames your first listen of the day and while you are here let me just remind you to subscribe to locked on flames wherever you get your podcast and of course Subscribe on YouTube as well and follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. This week is uh, an interesting week, I would say. We have the Sharks on Tuesday, the Habs on Thursday, and then we have a back-to-back on Friday against the Leafs, and then we have Sen Sunday. Sorry, that sounded like a fun segment. But the Sharks are currently 6-4-1. and one. As of Sunday, they currently have um, an AHL lineup pretty much because a ton of their team is still in protocol, health protocols, COVID protocols, whatever you want to call it. So there is a chance that they could be facing an AHL team. (laughs) Uh, The Sharks have lost two of their last three. Uh, William Eklund, who was their first round draft pick this year, has been sent back to Sweden. I know the guys over at Locked On Sharks are not handling that well. Send them some condolences. But speaking of Locked On Sharks, I will be on their Wednesday show because I'll be recording with JD Tuesday night. Yes. Okay. Sorry. There's a lot that goes into producing these shows. But uh, yeah. So I, I mean... It's still early to tell if, you know, players are coming out of protocol and things like that. But right now they have a a, a lot. And the Sharks ended up having, well, their AHL affiliate ended up having to cancel their, one of their games because the, the they didn't have enough players. <laughs> um, so right now they currently have, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six players. Um, Eric Carlson, Kevin LeBlanc, uh, Timo Meyer, Jake Middleton, Matt Nido, Nido, um, just to name a few. And I almost said Martin Jones has looked really good, but he's he does not play for them anymore. <laughs> um, James Reamer has looked Reimer, is it Reimer or Reimer? I'm so bad. Um, it has been fine, you know. He um, to say fine feels like an understatement, but he has a nine four six save percentage with one point six 
game uh, goals against, and four of his six starts have been quality starts. And, um, you know, I just think that, <laughs> uh, you know, I think the Flames are going to have a, a little bit of a competition there. I, I don't think it's based on the way the Flames are playing. I don't think that it is going to be. I don't know what the word is. Overly competitive. I think that they're going out there and they're they're doing their thing. They're playing good hockey to the point where it looks effortless. So I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope that they keep playing hockey like that. Um, whatever they've got going for them seems to be working. I mean, we could see Vladar in net to give Marky a night off and Markstrom. Markstrom looked fantastic Saturday night. I know I didn't mention that in the first segment, but Markstrom had yet another shutout and I I don't know how he does it. He had some absolutely sexy saves and just uh, that's the Markstrom you want to <laughs> that's the Markstrom you're paying. Uh not the Markstrom we saw last season so obviously great to see that and can't get too ahead of yourself here especially you know how many games into the season now but um you just love to see this team still riding a a decent wave I mean they're seven one and three this season and I I think that that's fine I think that they have finally started playing Daryl Sutter hockey and they don't let one loss derail their success and uh Brett Ritchie should could potentially be available uh, on Tuesday as well because he was placed on the injured reserve last week so that for those of you who don't know the injured reserve is um a week stint longer if needed but it's initially just a week so we shall see what's going on there um not entirely sure what else is going on (laughs) i mean i think like i said i think the flames have finally turned that page that we've been talking about that i've been talking about since i started hosting this show for god's sake i mean they're playing good hockey they are Wait a second. Dan Vladar has a goalie point. That, wow. So does Marky. So does Markstrom. Interesting. Okay. Sorry, I got sidetracked. I was looking at hockey reference. But anyways, um, I think that they have finally found what works for them. And they're on the same page, on the same line, on the same paragraph, on the same word. <laughs> which is what we've needed and what they've needed. So it's absolutely fantastic to see from them. And you just, you want nothing but the best for this team, especially, you know, I joked about it a few weeks ago on Twitter about them being like in the power rankings for locked on being, you know, saying something like, Oh, you know, wishful thinking is hoping (laughs) they'll crack the top 20 and, um, or seeing them in the top 20, but wanting them to truly crack the top 10 or something like that. And they were ranked number eighth last week in the power rankings. So we'll have to see. They were also ranked, I believe it was number seven on the athletics. So, you know, we're just going to have to see what's coming and hopefully just keep 
keeping up the success? Is it sustainable? I don't know. Um, probably not. I mean, you're always going to have rough patches throughout a season, but you absolutely love to see this, <laughs> see this this early in the season, and uh, the continuation of success is always wonderful. But coming up next, we're going to talk about the uh, Premier Hockey Federation's opening weekend, and of course, how my Riveters did. But first, let's talk about Built Bar. Um, Built Bar is a delicious protein bar that everyone needs in their life. It tastes like a candy bar. It's dipped in 100% chocolate and comes in a variety of amazing flavors. Uh, My favorite right now is the cookie dough crunch, cookie dough chunk. Uh, You know, I mess it up all the time, but it's essentially the same thing. It's delicious. It tastes like um, a cookies and cream uh, candy bar. And it's just fantastic to eat to get me through my long day of classes. Tuesdays and Thursdays are my insufferable days. I'm in class for pretty much eight hours and it's a long day and I don't always have time to stop and get lunch before, during, or after class. So Built Bars are uh, my saving grace. So you can also get some Built Bars and you can head on over to Built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 or 15% off of your next order. That's built.com promo code locked15. I know I hate you all with a lot of information when we were coming back from our first break, but please subscribe to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. I will be having a roster player for the Flames on uh, within, it's either going to be this week or next week. Um, this is my first time interviewing uh, a Flames player, so it's going to be very interesting, very fun, and I'm looking forward to it. I I can't drop any hints because any hint I give is going to give it away. So be patient. Might drop some hints over on Twitter depending on what I how I can do this. But first, let's talk about something very exciting. The PHF opening weekend was fantastic to watch. The slate of games were entertaining, competitive. You just saw so much talent out there. Um, you can watch it on TSN, Twitch, and ESPN+. And the Boston Pride had a rematch from the Isabel Cup Finals against the Whitecaps in Boston. Uh, they raised the banner. And it was just absolutely awesome to watch. The games, um, they played Saturday and Sunday. The pride swept. And they I just cannot believe how much talent is stacked on one roster um, with a salary cap. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But uh, it was great to watch. And, of course, the Riveters, my Metropolitan Riveters, and the Connecticut Whale, uh, the I-95 rivalry as Erica Ayala called it. Ayala, sorry, Erica Ayala. Um and it was quite the matchup, let me tell you. Yesterday, sorry, s- Saturday's game was very competitive. Uh you know, the <laughs> uh, Emily Fluke of the Whale ended up getting uh pinned between the boards by Kelly Babstock and Fluke ended up getting suspended and ejected because um, she threw a punch. And I know people are like, well, why can't you fight? Um, 
be it's very different when you are wearing a cage versus like just like a visor and um to be honest i don't have like the exact reason but i just think that it's just like a matter of safety which i mean i'm not it's still a physical game i'm not gonna lie like (laughs) you do not want to catch babs down in the corner um be interested to see if they take a look at if the league takes a look at the um hit by Babstock and if there's any supplementary discipline there but like I said uh Emily Fluke did not play Sunday the Riveters had a three nothing lead and then uh they they had seven unanswered goals at one point and unfortunately the whale ended up coming back and scoring six goals to win the game so they split the weekend and Uh, It's always chippy between the two. Always, always, always. And they have some beautiful jerseys, though. The Whale. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I think that they're some of the best jerseys I've seen. But I I look forward to the next game that they play against each other, which, of course, is later this season. But uh, the Buffalo Buttes and Toronto Six played each other. The Buttes ended up losing... um, you know, it was kind of unfortunate um, for Buffalo. I think that, I don't know, I feel bad for them. They did win the Isabel Cup a few years ago, but, you know, they just, they have like a decent roster too. So I'm not, I, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Uh, I just think that Toronto, the Toronto Six are also stacked, you know, uh, with Lindsay Eastwood and Soroya Tinker. They're great, um, you know. So many talented players uh, throughout the entire league, honestly. Uh, Rebecca Russo had an absolute snipe on Saturday. And uh, she's popping bottles off of um, Abby Ives' net. I couldn't even think of the word. Sorry. But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Locked on Flames. And I look forward to talking to y'all on Tuesday. Have a, have a wonderful day and thanks for making Locked on Flames your first listen.